All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. My name is Alex Mason and I am your host. This is the only podcast dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and non-technical aspects of the investment banking process. And I'm so grateful that you're here with me today. What are we doing here today? We're just learning. We're just learning about discounted cash flow analysis. We're studying weighted average cost of capital, cost of equity, cost of debt, and everything in between. And today we're talking specifically about WAC and its relation to companies with and without debt. Now, here is the question that I have for you today. For a company with debt and a company without debt, if we're comparing the two, which company has a higher weighted average cost of capital? We got a company with debt, company without debt. Which one has a higher weighted average cost of capital? Now, when thinking about this question, it's not that straightforward. There are many questions that we've gone through that are pretty straightforward. They have a, a, a very straightforward answer that's logical. You understand the single concept and that's it. And that's all you need to know. This one, there's a little bit of a wrinkle in the answer. So we're going to walk through this together here in the next couple of minutes. And it's also important to note this is not a trick question. Sometimes you'll get trick questions. We've gone through a couple of those, um, but it is very logical. So let's look at, first of all, our definitions, right? We got to go back to the fundamentals. What is weighted average cost of capital? And I've been repeating this again and again throughout this section because I want you to understand it through and through and to the point where if someone asks you a question about weighted average cost of capital or any of these concepts we're going over, it's so second nature that you don't even have to think about it. That's my purpose in repetition here. So weighted average cost of capital is calculated by looking at the percentage of equity multiplied by the cost of equity, as well as the percentage of debt multiplied by the percentage of debt multiplied by one minus the tax rate, because remember that interest is tax deductible. And then you've got your cost of your preferred stock multiplied by your percentage of preferred stock. Add all those terms up together. What do you get? You get your weighted average cost of capital. So thinking about this structure, thinking about this equation, how do we approach this question? Well, when a company uses debt to leverage up its balance sheet, remember that it's typically cheaper for it to do that than to use equity. Remember that debt is tax deductible and shares of stock are not. So what that means generally is that a debt-free company will have a higher weighted average cost of capital than a company with debt because equity tends to be more expensive than than the cost of debt, right? And this makes sense just based on our definitions and understanding this nature of the tax deductibility of interest. So the debt component will lower the overall cost of capital if it's a decent percentage of the capital structure. So, you know, think about it like this. You got to start up Let's say the startup is funded entirely with equity, relatively risky. Investors are going to demand a very high return for that. And so the cost of equity is going to be really high. Contrast this with another startup that's identical. Let's say the capital structure is 50-50, equity and debt. And let's say that the founders of this company had great fortune, had great connections in order to raise money at pretty good rates. And so the debt, let's say, is at a very low interest rate, say three or 4%. Well, that business is going to have an overall lower cost of 
capital, overall lower whack than the company with no debt just because of the rates that they're able to secure. So that's an example of where higher weighted average cost of capital happens when a company doesn't have any debt, actually. But this is where things get interesting. Now, if a company increases its debt and they keep incrementally increasing its leverage to the point where the leverage is at a high level, how are investors going to view that company? They're going to view that company as more risky, right? And what happens when investors view a company as more risky? The cost of capital goes up. So in this case, the cost of debt goes up just by the fact that you have too much debt. (laughs) It's kind of like with a credit card, right? Like if you leverage up that credit card and you're just borrowing, 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 your interest rate is going to go up, right? Because you're basically seen as more risky by the creditor. So this in turn causes the overall weighted average cost of capital to go up because your cost of debt has gone up. And this could make your weighted average cost of capital more expensive for the company with debt than the debt-free company. So you see how the tables have turned here. At first, the debt-free company was actually, it was actually more expensive overall, has had a higher weighted average cost of capital. But then in comparison to an identical company with a lot of debt, like too much debt, that increases risk and risk becomes expensive. So then the debt-free company is more advantaged with a lower whack than the company with too much debt. So that's the difference. And if you were to visualize this on a chart, you would imagine the shape of the letter U. Imagine a curve in the shape of the letter U because you're kind of going down. You kind of hit this theoretical optimal amount of debt in the capital structure that reduces your overall cost of capital. And then it starts creeping back up again as the business levers too much. And I thought this concept was pretty cool. It's something that I never thought about in this way until now, until learning it. So think about that. Your cost of capital, your whack, it shifts depending on the capital structure. So being debt-free, it can certainly be a good thing. Using debt as capital, theoretically at least, will lower your overall costs. But if you have too much debt, it actually increases your costs relative to a debt-free corporation. So that's it. That's what I got for you today here on Investment Banking Insights. Super interesting concept. Hope you're enjoying this and join me next time as we continue to go down this DCF rabbit hole. (laughs) We're studying all the basics, all the basics. So thank you. Have a great day and I'll see you next time.